Chapter 2 Carolyn and I said goodbye to the Vangs and walked silently toward the elevator. When their door had closed and we were out of earshot, I said, How serious do you think this problem is? Serious enough that I'm willing to spend the center's money to have you investigate it. These are not fanciful people. They've experienced real danger in their lives and they don't imagine things. I think someone's trying to frighten them for some reason, and I want to put a stop to it. I nodded and looked up and down the hall, trying to get a sense of how the hotel was laid out. At the end, where the Vang's apartment was, the exit sign glowed over a door that presumably opened onto the stairwell where the frightening shadows lurked. At the other end, ahead of us, a window opened onto an air shaft. Through it, I could see the grimy stone wall of the building next door. Four doors opened off the hallway on the side that fronted on Eddy Street, but only two on the wall opposite. The front apartments were probably one-bedrooms or studios, while those in the rear, one of which was the Vangs, would be two bedrooms. The elevator was in the center of the building, midway between the two rear apartments. Carolyn punched the elevator button and said, I think you should meet the manager, Mrs. Zemanek, and then look the building over. Okay. But before we see her, tell me something about Mrs. Zemanek. There's really not much to tell. The elevator arrived, its door opening about three inches and stopping there. Carolyn sighed and flung it all the way open, then wrestled with the iron grill. No wonder it gets stuck between floors. She waved me into the cage, then said, Anyway, about Mary Zemanek. She's a lady of around 70 who supplements her Social Security with this job. I don't think it pays much, but it does include a free apartment. Mrs. Zemanek seems to genuinely care for most of the tenants, and she doesn't exhibit hostility toward the Vietnamese, which is something we're up against all the time in these tenderloin hotels but she tends to side with the owner if there's any sort of dispute. The elevator bumped to a stop at the ground floor. Have there been many? A fair number. Like I said, Mrs. Zemanek needs the job to supplement her Social Security payments, and she's not about to make waves. Carolyn led me from the elevator to a door next to the deserted reception desk. Mrs. Zemanek's apartment. She knocked, 